Hello, and this is The Broken Middle. I am Kim Reed. Hey, and I'm Bart Reed. And this is a podcast about life and laughter and the trials of life. Yeah, and fellow fellow travelers, finding them along the way, right? That's right. Yeah. How's your week? Good. Good. Excellent. How was yours? Um, it's been, it's, you ever have one of those weeks that's, it seems long, but it seems short at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like Last the, week. The days are long, but the week is short. That's what I kind of feel like this week has been. Right. So, right. Yeah. Willy Wonka week. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. last week was, last week was, um, Valentine's weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we, we survived that. We mm-hmm. talked about chocolate cake always helps. Yeah. that was good. We had chocolate cake, had mm-hmm. a little bit of bourbon and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, had a couple dates that we went to the we grocery cracked store. We a new Buffalo Trace. Yes. So yeah. You do like Buffalo Trace. I do. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, we were just talking before we got on the podcast that we, over the last few podcasts, have started to talk a lot about relationships, whether it be marriage relationships, even last time. Yeah, friendships. Uh, we talked about, like the last podcast, it was, again, it was Valentine's. So we were talking about dates and how to date and how to communicate about dating. So what Kimmy and I have thought about is we have counseled a lot of couples, uh, Married and non-married, uh, people looking to get married, people looking to have long-term relationships, people already in long-term relationships, people sadly wanting to potentially get out of those long-term relationships. Uh, so over the next few podcasts, probably the next five or six podcasts, we're going to introduce you to some uh, ways to increase the the health and the wellness of your relationship. Whether you want to be in a long-term relationship, you could be single right now. Uh, you could be in a long-term relationship, or you could be listening to this podcast and thinking, Bart, I want out of my long-term relationship. But uh, we're, we're going to introduce a framework that we use and also some tips along the way. So think of this as the introductory podcast to that framework and to think about maybe give you some questions, mm-hmm. give, you, give you some things to think about before we dive into this framework. And so we really want to help you rekindle the passion in your relationship, but also the results you get from your relationship. You know, if if Kim is getting things out of the relationship and I am not, that's not a healthy relationship. We should both be growing in the relationship. Any any thoughts about that before we dive in? Well, and I think it's really about, um, you know, it's learning how to communicate with each other. It's learning how to um, to find out what each other needs and and serving each other. So. Uh, Working on on those types of things will always help your relationship to get better. Now, it's not going to be perfect, but it will be better, right? And it's always a work in progress. I think we're always talking about maintenance. And I'm in the fitness field, and I'm I had a conversation with someone last week, and she's like, "My goal is just to maintain." Mm. And I kind of chuckled at that because really, there that's that's almost a myth because you're your body is always going to start to decay or go into chaos. And I feel that way with relationships. There's never a maintenance phase. It's always having to get better and trying to um, communicate better. Because if you don't, and you're just trying to maintain what you've got, it, it will go it will go 
away from each other pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, you think about that. We've, we've been in that field for a long time. You think about the atrophy that occurs, weakness in the bones and the muscles in the lungs and the capacity. And it's interesting. I, you know, you've experienced this, Mm -hmm. your clients have experienced this. You go away for a weekend or you take a week or two off of work, Mm -hmm. working out and you try to get back onto it and you're just sucking air because it goes away quickly. Right. Right. And, and you really work off this overload principle principle where you have to um, stress your body in order to keep it going and and uh, growing and getting stronger. I think sometimes that's almost with relationships. You you suffer stresses and they can either you cave to that stress or you get better. Right. I just I love what you said. And I think about uh, this is a long time ago. I don't know. If you, I don't even know if you remember this, but you and I were walking out of our apartment. I don't, I think we were still courting. I don't think we were married. And it was an icy December night. We were walking out to go to our car and you slipped on some ice mm-hmm. and you fell. But you have always been in fitness. You were able to handle it better. You you stabilized, you you're, had a strong core. And we were talking about that after and walking out saying, gosh, if you would have not been as strong as you were, mm-hmm. if you didn't have the muscle that you had, the strength in the bones, that could have really hurt you. And you knew how to fall right. because of the fact of you knew where your body, we call it kinesthetic awareness, but you knew where your body was in space. I think that's what I really appreciate what you said there, because it's kind of like that in relationships. If you start to fall, if you stumble, mm-hmm. if you're unprepared for what's about ready to happen in your relationship, you're not prepared. Your, your muscles, your quote unquote relational muscles or your relational bones, right. they're just not prepared to hold on to it without, and it without, will break. yeah, with, and it will break. Right. So I think this next couple of weeks we can talk about strengthening our relational muscles. Yeah, I like right? that. And working on, I'm preparing for certain falls yep. um, or, you know, certain successes. Right. So I think so. Let's let's keep that same thought, right? Okay. So you have a person comes into your into to wanting to work with you, and they say, "Kim, I'm I'm far too gone. I'm too old, or this and this and this." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about that in terms of relationship. Uh, maybe maybe a couple's listening. Maybe they're married. Maybe they're not. They've been in a relationship, or they might say, "Hey, Kim, you know, every time I've tried this, I've failed." Uh, speak to that person that's just thinking I'm right. I'm I can't I can't learn anything new or my relationship's too far gone or you know I'm just moving would be too tough because you've had those people mm-hmm. as clients but when you think about relationships what comes to mind if that's that person that's kind of giving you that pushback of like too late to change well, too late I, to get better I think we automatically want to fix where we are, or we can say, oh, there's just no hope for me. And I think what I would say is let's assess why you think that or Mm. where you are. Yeah. Take that overall assessment of what's going on. Yep. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Why, you know, maybe you may not know the whys, but you know where you are. And um, physically, you know, it's, it's taking that assessment and saying, can you balance can you lift your foot? Right. Can you can you walk a straight line? I mean, it's really taking those small baby steps on like, what can you do? So we're gonna do that over the next few weeks is we're gonna help you assess where they mm-hmm. where where you might be in your relationship and then give you some tips and and ways to change or correct your form. Mm-hmm. 
and another thing you and I were talking about, and I think it's heartbreaking, but our society almost makes it seem like people can just have great relationships. We just have great relationships. Yep. Yep. All I'm looking for is my soulmate and life's perfect. Perfect. But if we don't, and and we're not really good at this, we don't teach relational health in Mm -hmm. middle school. We barely teach health anymore, but we don't teach relational health in middle school or in high school or in college. And if people are coming from dysfunctional homes or they have Mm -hmm. broken relationships, heck in our families, they're the majority of people in our families, listeners, the majority of people are divorced. Mm-hmm. Like there's divorce everywhere in both of both sides of our families. There's very few people that have stayed married. We've worked hard at it, but we also know that we have come from some dysfunction. So we could have easily brought that into our relationship, into our marriage. And I think it happens a lot. So but people think that they can just have great marriages. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I take this pill, I'll have a perfect body. Well, no, you won't. You've got to put the work into it. You've got to get stronger. It's so crazy how many myths attached to fitness, physical mm-hmm. fitness are the same in relational fitness. Absolutely. Yeah. And you think of um, just where where you come from and how you bring that into the, your relationship. It doesn't mean that it's destined to be as as your family is right but it is assessing like hmm why do you think my parents got the divorce yeah what went wrong there right oh i better not you know i better not go that route yep it's almost like when your doctor says well what is your family history right we need to do the same thing with our relational history so as you're listening over the next couple weeks think about that what is your relational history what's your family quote-unquote history of relationships it's going to come into play those relationships come into your marriage, whether you realize it or not, or your relationship. So even if you're not married and you're dating right now, your family relationships are coming into that relationship. It's just, do you realize it or not? It's just like your physical hereditary history of different diseases. Your family history comes into relationships. And that is going to impact many times how you will experience relationships as well. And to what Kim just said a couple minutes ago, do you recognize it or not? If you don't recognize it, it's going to nail you every single time. Right. So speak a little bit about consistency over complex. Like there's that thing about relationships, but it's also, you know, in physical fitness. Mm -hmm. But we would say it's not so much about all these new fancy ways of doing things. It's just be consistent. Like be consistently kind, be consistently inquisitive, be consistently, from your point of view, why is consistency so important in relationships? Because you're always, um, the, the consistency is, is, is always you're working on it, right? Where if you were inconsistent, there's those times where you take a break and you do a backslide and you fall into, um, just kind of, um, uh, just idleness, and, but with consistency, you're working towards something and, um, you're being very intentional about it. It doesn't have to necessarily be, um, newfangled and super complex, like you said, right. but it, it does need to be maybe as simple as, Hey, could you look into your spouse's eyes at least twice a day? Mm. You know, could, and sometimes I forget about that. I, I, I think I'm just on my way. I'm out the door at 6 a.m. And 
5.30. And, um, and then I come home and I'm tired and I've, I've really forgotten to even look into your eyes and mm. look into your face. Right. So it's t- staying consistent with some small things as, as well as large things. So um, like listening to you or just giving you a hug, it's, it's really working intentionally towards something. Right. And I know in your field, like there's always this new article that comes out, right? Top 20 things of this, top 30 things of this, this new exercise, this new thing. And then people try it and they fail and they try it and they fail and they try it and they fail because it's just so many things and, or it's this new thing because Mm -hmm. of, like you said, a couple seconds ago, people are always looking for this new thing, this new thing, but it's just doing a couple really important things really well consistently that could help them in exercise, mm-hmm. right? And, but really, it really impacts them in relationships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you could say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this new free weight workout. And I'll say, great. I love free weights. Um, but when you have a bad day, you're going to want to hop on some machines because you aren't going to want to think that hard. So, yeah. but they're like, well, no, free weights are so great for me. And I said, of course they are. Yeah. But when you have a really bad day, you better have a backup plan. Yeah. So um, the, the key is getting into the gym and staying consistent. Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily uh, pressing through or, or, you know, I guess it's hard to explain, but a lot of people will fail because they feel despondent and they don't have the energy to right. do that free weight workout. They don't have the, the mental focus at that day and they'll just scrap it because right. they don't want to do anything. And another thing that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks is, you know, and I've said this with a lot of relationships, mechanics over intensity, mechanics over intensity. If you don't have good mechanics of a relationship, don't put intensity on it. If you don't know how to structure a simple date, don't get into a long-term relationship. Work on what a date looks like. Just even that, having a conversation in a date, mm-hmm. um, thinking through a date, being intentional, what questions to ask. But we find so many times that relationships suffer because the, the couple, it, they just haven't worked on the mechanics yet. And those mechanics really are incredibly important when it comes to successful long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Then you can start to make an increased intensity. But if you don't get those mechanics right, and I know that's the same thing in exercise too, like a person will be like, this hurts or this is going on. Right. You'll be like, well, because your form sucks, right. right? Right. So load on, you know, 80 more pounds to that. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Right. 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 And I think hopping into relationships you do have a really great start, right? You're probably attracted to that person. You might High have energy. Had, right. You might have had a great conversation, yep. but you might be going too fast, yep. right? Too soon. Yep. And then you get injured or you find you're stuck in a relationship that you really, you really might not have wanted to, you wanted to go slow and learn more about that person, yep. but now we're in too deep. And what you just said, I think what complicates it in in fitness, but I think it complicates it in relational fitness as well, or rekindling a, a positive, healthy relationship where you have high performance in that relationship, but also high passion in that relationship, mm-hmm. is the myths attached to it. You said one earlier, and this might sound weird because um, I'm, I'm married to this phenomenal, incredible woman, but... that whole soulmate thing, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't find this perfect person perfectly, that pressure is crazy for people. And 
And though you can have a person who's a soulmate, they may not be the only soulmate, but they're your soulmate in the sense that you're my soulmate, but we have worked really, really hard on being soulmates with mm-hmm. each other. And and over the next few weeks, you're gonna, I mean, I just I'm just letting you know this now. Kimmy and I both are Christian. God is incredibly important in, in our in our relationship. I would be a horrible, horrible husband if it wasn't for Jesus. And I would be a horrible father. And so I do believe that when you read the Old Testament, it says a rope of three strands is not easily broken. I'm not the strong strand. I am not the strong strand in this marriage. The Lord is for us. Mm -hmm. And we lean in hard to the Lord. And many times that's the only thing that's keeping us together in in the midst of all that kind of storms of it. But you are my soulmate, but we've had to really attach our souls to each other. I love what you said a couple minutes ago about like just even taking the time to look at each other, right? Mm-hmm. And looking at each other in the eyes, taking those important moments to reconnect at a spiritual level or at an emotional level, not just simply a sexual level or a physical level. But I'm wondering your thoughts about myths, because I know there's a lot of myths out there in the fitness world, but relational myths. What are, what are your thoughts about those? Well, I think one is... Maybe from a gal's perspective. Right. I, I think, you know, you and I are soulmates. I think one of the myths are that it should be a perfect relationship. Mm. So say you found your soulmate and everything is not perfect. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> is he really your soulmate? Yeah. You know, yeah, he yep. is. Mm-hmm. But it, no one's perfect, mm. you know, only Christ is perfect. So yeah. I think of letting the imperfections be and leaning towards Christ versus, you know, m- trying to make you perfect. Right. People will have relational muffin tops and it's okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> yep. But it's okay. But there, there's myths attached to it. We want to break some of those myths because I think it, it, causes, uh, it causes more pain it causes more frustration. Mm-hmm. It causes more disappointment in, in relationships because a person's like, well, I thought I was supposed to be happy every single moment right. of every single day. I love that one. Oh my gosh. And you're thinking, Don't oh, brother. Don't you think brother, I should be happy? Yes. Well, yeah. Your spouse's no. job is not to make you happy. Joy <laughs> Right. Right. And so consistency over complexity is really important. And, and finding good mechanics, finding good mm-hmm. relational mechanics Get those right before you add intensity to that relationship. I'm thinking of excuses, right? So maybe do you ever hear people give excuses to you about why they can't exercise <laughs> or what well, they say? Yeah, I can't, uh, you know, I'm working that day or I've got to play golf. I work at a country club. Mm. So um, I get a lot of, you know, I, I can't do that because I've got a tea time. Well, okay. Mm. Sounds good. You know, I'm glad you're, hopefully you're walking the course, but uh, you know, there are lots of excuses that I do hear. Um, I'm too old. My knees ache. I can't move that way. And I, uh, you know, there's other ways around it that Mm. you don't have to move that way, you know, but you do need to get stronger. So we need to attack somehow. Right. Movement. It's interesting. You say that it's a person coming to you and talking about what they're experiencing and the pain or fatigue or imbalance. Mm-hmm. And yet the only thing that's really going to help them is to do what you're helping mm-hmm. them do, but they don't want to do it. But that's going to be the only thing that they're just going to get worse if they don't stop. Right. So I think that's that thing with relationships. We almost have excuses. 
hey, we don't need help. Everything's great. Mm. Really? So you've never, yeah, we don't fight. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, we don't need any help. We're, we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Because I, I think back to what you said earlier about the, about the person that you're talking with that says, my goal is to maintain. Everything's mm-hmm. maintaining. We're fine. And you can look at that person or that couple and be like, hey, that that doesn't seem like how you guys are interacting seems fine. Right. Or and it kind of seems like a zombie relationship. They may feel like everything's fine because comparative to yes. other relationships, yep. they are fine. Right. But if they compared their relationship to uh, someone else's that is, is doing better, they are not fine. Yeah. So it's really trying to help them. Um, Look at some holes in their relationship, not look at anyone else's, but take a look at their own and kind of recognize there is always something to work on. Right. But I'm thinking of what you just said right there. I think of sometimes I've heard guys that we've counseled say, well, you know, she's got a roof over her head or I'm not cheating on anybody or this and this and this. So she should be happy. Like your, your bride is suffering. She feels Mm -hmm. she's just an object. She's not, she's not feeling important or beautiful and you're not you know at least you're not at least you're not cheating on her so that's why you're involved in four softball leagues and two golf leagues and she should be happy because you're not beating her or cheating on her Mm -hmm. that's horrible but that's I think goes back to like we're fine we don't need any help everything seems fine from my perspective but really it's not very fine it's just comfortable yeah yeah any any others that you can think of that really stick out for you that are kind of reasons maybe why People don't grow in relationship. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of uh, the the fitness perspective. Why people wouldn't grow is they're just doing what they're used to doing. Mm. So in a relationship, you know, we're just keeping keeping on the same path. Mm. And and as many of us know, like my twenties are different from my thirties are different from my forties and my fifties. So staying on the same path as I did in my twenties is not going to help me to the new path that I've experienced in my forties when I had an empty nest or I had time to get a different job or, or we moved to a different house, the relationship um, needs and and what we needed to examine are totally different mm. than when they were in their twenties. So, not to address certain things. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a great one, and and you think of uh, what you said that it's 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 complacency. We can all get complacent, mm-hmm. or or we think back to that same point of oh, we think back of what our marriage was back then, or we kind of have this, or we have this kind of fairy tale image of what, what should be in, in that relationship or by a person saying, Hey, I am what I am. This is all there there is. You know, I I know he does his thing. I do my thing. That's how we roll. Right. And, and you're not growing in, in that. And you've almost accepted so much like, well, this is, this is it. This is, this is all we have, or this is what it, and it works for us. And, and I know that you get that. It, again, it goes back to that person about just maintenance. It works. It works for me. And you're thinking, that doesn't really work for you. Mm-mm. But it's hard because it almost then takes a slip on the ice or something like that to realize, oh, my gosh, this isn't working. Right. And I was thinking about that with maintenance. It's working for you right now. But when you have a stress in your life, 
then it's not going to work for you. Mm. You aren't going to be strong enough. And you are not going to be reactive enough. And you are not going to be ready. Mm. So a lot of relationships are, are, are really maybe steady, but it is learning like, hey, stress can happen. Kids can stress you out. We need to be ready and we need to figure out how to react to that. Right. This next few weeks that we're, or next few podcasts, probably the next five podcasts or so, six mm-hmm. podcasts that we're talking about, it almost can seem like if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll get A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. That, But the, the reality is people are going to fall off. They're, they might try some of the tools mm-hmm. and techniques and mechanics that we talk about over the next few weeks. And just like in exercise, the person fails. They fall off. They have a bad week. It doesn't work for them. Like that, they try this new exercise, you know, this new technique that we're going to talk about next time about listening, and and maybe it doesn't work. And they're thinking, well, okay, then I'm I'm just going to quit, right? So I know that happens a lot in 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 fitness. I think of like January, right? All the all the New Year's right. resolutions. This is the year. This is the year. Mm-hmm. I think that happens. And in- they get a Peloton, and then they hop on the Peloton, and then they realize <laughs> they don't like the Peloton, right? And and, and and it's not like we, done. and for anybody that's associated with Peloton, it's I'm not sorry. hashtag Peloton, um, you know, <laughs> right. uh, broken middle, 10% many, discount. Many do <laughs> Just love kidding. it. Many do love it. But it's that thing of saying though, this is going to be the fix for me mm-hmm. and it could be the start of it, but really you need to be the fix. It's you getting on that bike. It's you getting on that treadmill. It's you getting on that, or it's you saying no to that late night pizza. It's saying no to that glass of wine. Yeah, absolutely. So there are things in relationships you're going to have to say yes to and Mm. get on Mm -hmm. and probably things you're going to say, have to say no to, Mm. which means words come out of your vocabulary that maybe shouldn't have been in there in the first place or words enter your vocabulary that should Mm. be in there or behaviors, actions. And it's tough. And the reality is in like every, every relationship, you're going to fail. But don't stop. Get back on. Right. Don't think that just because it didn't work the first time for you that it's not going to work. But it's going to take work. Mm-hmm. But man, are the benefits amazing. And and if you find that you failed, it's okay. Again, be kind to yourself. Don't throw out the whole relationship. Just realize it's gonna it's gonna take work. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything about that? Um, people having more of a did I do my best versus was I perfect today? You know, I, again, I think sometimes um, people, when they do fail, they'll give themselves a, a week or a month off mm. and say, you know what? I already failed this month. Let me start next month. Right. And that is what I encourage you not to do right. is really maybe maybe look at failure as not such a big scope of work, but start, you know, looking at some goals a little bit differently with your relationship. Right. Like I said, tomorrow you're going to look into someone's eyes twice, not, you know, and, and, and work again um, at trying to get on the bike. Yeah. Do you ever find when you're working with people from a fitness side that you get into some exercise and something new comes up for them or a new passion comes up for them or maybe something that says, gosh, I thought I was going to like this, but I didn't like this or Mm -hmm. something happens with their body that person, that person that's going to, it's going to try some of these techniques and really work at it. They might find it's harder or easier, or they might find 
new things out about themselves? Can you think about any stories that uh, come to mind about? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think with exercise, you always blend some of the hard things with some of the things you love. Mm. So um, if, you know, I can remember working with someone last week, I think I told you this, as soon as we started shadow boxing and, and kickboxing, the person lit up like it was a blast to them. Wow. But um, everything else was a real struggle. Wow. So it's putting those fun things into your workout to get you through the unfun things, mm. you know, so you could box a little bit and then do squats and go back to boxing. And, and by the end, you're moving for a full hour, but you're doing a good combination of work um, that is both hard and fun. So yeah. I think we have to look at relationships that way. Find, pull out the joys and the happiness and the fun things in your relationship to help get you through that hard stuff. Right. I was thinking from a relational side, and you would remember this couple that I worked with, but there was a couple that we, they were, they married kids, been married mm-hmm. for a long time, and they were in a zombie relationship marriage that was a little bit adversarial with each other. And I remember the first time them coming to our house and sitting down and talking with me and we had a pretty big couch in our basement and they were pretty much at opposite ends of the couch. They were not even close to each other. And man, I think that couch was like a 25 foot. (laughs) It really was. I mean, seriously, (laughs) it was great. And they, they wanted nothing to do with each other. And but they're willing, they're willing to recognize that something's broken, but they just didn't know how to get back and they weren't really aware and there was a low desire. But I remember asking like, what are your goals? You know, like going back to that person mm-hmm. that you said when we started the podcast, what were your goals? And the couple just basically, both of them agreed that they just wanted to not say F you to each other in the morning. Mm. Like their goal was to get back to good morning instead of F you as mm-hmm. they walked out the door. And, and, but that, that was honest. They were willing to be honest and it was so cool to watch them grow. And every week when they would come and sit, they would get closer and closer and closer to each other. And then those days, those last couple of days of them just leaning into each other's shoulders and laughing and talking and just watching that whole relationship rekindle, they had it. They just had to have somebody else there to, to help them, uh, get that strength back. And now they have tools, they've got mechanics, um, They've got ways to really uh, help in the relationship. But so if you're listening, wherever you find yourself, if you're in a relationship that seems lost, broken, if you're not in a relationship and you want to be, and you're thinking that you're broken or the relationship's broken, if you're in a marriage and it's pretty lazy and you're kind of just doing your own thing and there's not much love or, or excitement in there, it can get better. You just got to be willing to work on it. And we want to give you tools and, and frameworks and techniques over the next few weeks to really help you with that. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be hard at times. You're going to be sore. <laughs> and and I'm thinking more, you know, it may not be about your significant other. It Absolutely. may be about your coworker. Yep. It may be about the workplace. Yep. There can be really, these tools are not just for, you know, you That's and a great your spouse. Point. Yep. Um, it's about it, relationships. It really is about relationships. It's yep. about communicating with people better and, um, and really seeking out, you know, what is wrong. Yeah. This, these, the things we're going to talk about over the next few weeks could be for your mom and your dad. Mm-hmm. The relationships you have with other family members, your boss, your coworkers. I love that you brought that in, that it's not simply always just about a 
significant other or marriage. It's just about people in relationship with other people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. So, and and when you have those bad relationships, it really does make life miserable. It really does. <laughs> so, it's I I want life to be joyful, yeah, and not to feel again. We are broken. We know this, yeah. But there is still this deep seated joy that can be had. Yeah, I love that. That's a good way to finish. So, I'm gonna agree with you and say cards of courage this week. Oh, great. Isn't Thank it? you. You feel good about that? Yeah, I so, do. so We're I think cards of courage. I think right you now. went first last time, so yeah, I'll go I first did. this time. Uh, I had a question of when you were a kid, did you have any posters on your walls? If so, what? I remember two posters. Okay. Well, three. It was a thing. I was a, I was in Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts, but are these different scarves from all over the world? These different Boy Scout scarves from all over the world. I thought that was really cool, but I had the Asia poster, if you remember, of the oh, snake coming out of the ocean with the yeah. with the penrosial triangle that was really, really mm. cool. Um, I love that poster. I thought that was amazing. And then a little later, I got a poster that was um, from the 1980s movie Highlander, uh, and it was a black and white poster, and it was my favorite poster. Love that poster. Wow. So, But I didn't I think those were, I didn't really have many posters on my on Yeah, my I didn't either. I think it was more like my sister was four years older and she always had posters. Yes. Um, everyone had the Sean Cassidy. <laughs> uh, she had the Sean Cassidy, but I never had posters. Yeah. My, my sisters, you could not see the walls of my sister's room because it was full of Duran Duran posters. Oh, Everything yeah. was, a, was Duran Duran. So, yeah. Yeah. Well. So that's my question. What about yours? Okay, mine is, what is your favorite microwavable food? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. And I really, um, I use, as I'm getting older, I'm using the microwave less and less. But I will tell you, I don't know if it's a Midwest thing, um, but we microwave water, right? (laughs) Sure. To make tea or whatever we're doing. We don't heat it on the stove. And so I can just always remember, like, that's how I heated water was in the microwave. So I would assume, like, heating up my coffee or heating up water is one of my um, favorite favorite things to do isn't that weird so you put water as food a cup of water in the microwave (laughs) okay i'm sure other people do too you can email that um affirmation of microwaving water to me um (laughs) at the broken middle at gmail.com yeah i'd love to hear about what your favorite foods are posters on your walls or relationships but hey thanks for hanging out with us this podcast we're really excited about the next few weeks we hope you are as well so Thanks. Mm-hmm.